imagine celebrating your success going on holidays having bonfire on the beach with your loved ones unfortunately most entrepreneurs experience burnout within the first year but what is it that makes others succeed i'm your host kajal khurana call me kk join me as we have fireside chats with experts who have insider secrets around how to rest rejuvenate recharge and be bonfire entrepreneurs hello and welcome back this is your host kk hey lori welcome back to our full length episode Thank you, KK, for having me. I'm so excited about this. It's totally my pleasure. For those of you that are just joining us, she is one of our launch partners. And if you didn't get the chance to listen to her, I would highly recommend you to go back to our third launch episode and listen to what Laurie had to say about escaping burnout. Let me just give you an introduction about her. She's an editor, actor, coach. She's quickly becoming known as Two Comma Club editor and freelance actress. Currently appears in regional TV commercials and hosts a podcast. She recently edited books for eight-figure earners and have a thriving book editing and publishing business. She's also known as her royal excitedness. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yes, you see how excited she is. <laughs> So Laurie, I know you did give a brief intro about yourself in our mini episode. Please tell our listeners in detail now who her royal excitedness Laurie Lynn is. <laughs> you gave a beautiful introduction. Yes, I am a podcast host and a freelance actress and um I love editing books. I'm surrounded by books in my home. I actually don't own a television and never have in my wow. entire adult life. <laughs> That's amazing. Right? Um, <laughs> I, it's funny. I graduated with a degree in communications and writing. And so much of what I learned was around, you know, video and television. And then I've, I'm on television, but I don't own one. So that makes me kind of an anomaly. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's what I was wondering. You're an actress, you do TV commercials and you don't have TV. So how do you watch your own yeah. commercials? <laughs> I don't usually. I usually get them from other people. They'll send me a text or a screenshot or something and go, did I just see you? <laughs> like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> and sometimes you can find them on YouTube. So yeah. occasionally I'll get curious and look one up and, you know, sometimes I'll share it on Facebook or something. <laughs> so Laurie, how did you get started as an entrepreneur? Share your entrepreneurial journey with our listeners. Oh, sure. Well, I started out doing the traditional route. So I, you know, went to college. I got good grades. I graduated, got a good job, and then found myself physically ill. I have never been worse off physically than I was working a standard nine to five. And then I ended up getting married and moving to Nashville, so an hour from where I was living. And I started working part-time and I noticed that I love the balance or the juggling act of being in the classroom and then going somewhere and grading papers and being outside and having more control over my time. And I loved the freedom that came with, so my now ex-husband worked full-time and we had decided early on that I would not be 
participating in generating income that we would rely on. Little part-time jobs and some freelance gigs, but he provided the majority of our income so that if and when we had children, I could easily transition into being full-time with the kids, which that's what I've done for the last 16 years. I've been a full-time homeschool mom of three child actors, (laughs) and I've run them to auditions and rehearsals and gigs, and I do a lot of volunteer work. And it wasn't until I was facing the death of my marriage and finding myself in the middle of an ugly divorce that I realized that I was going to need to figure out how to generate significant income and I needed to be able to do it online so that I would have full control over my schedule. I wanted to still be able to homeschool my children and them to their auditions and rehearsals and gigs. And and I do some acting too. And so you have to have flexibility. So I needed something that was very flexible. And it took about two years for me to really kind of find my groove and find out what it was that would be lucrative enough for me and well, you know, to support myself and my three children. And that book editing. So um, among so I do have a digital course that a friend of mine, he's an award-winning filmmaker. He and I have partnered together to get that launched, but primarily I do a lot of book editing and it's something that keeps me in touch with entrepreneurs. So I'm able to read the books that I would want to read anyway, right. and comb through them and then take something that's so powerful that will have a huge impact and be part of making these people who, so influencers write with their voices. Right. And so when you transcribe that, it's a train wreck. Like no one has any idea what they're talking about. So I take those transcripts and I make them look as smart as they sound. So it's this, not only is it my entrepreneurial journey, but it's also getting to partner with other people on the journey as well. Oh, I'm sure it wasn't easy for you to transition from your divorce to starting your own business with three kids and juggling between your own commercials. So what were some of the mistakes you think you made you would have avoided or our listeners can avoid as entrepreneurs? So I tend to get stuck when it comes to tech. I get bottlenecked when I can't figure something out. And in Instead of hiring someone else to do it, instead of outsourcing it, I would spend countless hours trying to figure it out. Or I would shell and then not come back to it for days or weeks or months when all along I could have just invited someone else to figure out that part of the process for me. The other thing that I would change is instead of trying to analyze everything and having that analysis paralysis, action. and. In taking action, I have learned more than I ever learned from just theory. So I would listen and I would read, but I wasn't taking action fast. And if I had it to do over again, I would take action fast. And I have learned exponentially more by taking imperfect action and then rerouting or redirecting or changing my trajectory just a little bit than I ever did just, you know, learning and consuming, you know, it's kind of like when you eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and you never burn any calories. Right. So I was consuming all of this content, but I wasn't burning it by taking action. And so those are the two things that I would change. Amazing. So like you said, Russell Brunson also says, it's not about how it's who can do it for you. Right? Yes. So It's so important for entrepreneurs to not try to do everything and find out 
who can help you but sometimes entrepreneurs also have this financial um, block like they don't have so much money to spend and then they find it challenging even if they find who can do it for them but it's expensive what can they do in such situation well you mentioned earlier when we were talking that you will outsource some of your graphics to say people in the philippines and i can't tell you how many times i've heard that that of work is just as good as or better than what you might find with someone who charges a much higher rate. So if it's something that you know that you could train someone else to do or you could show examples of something to someone, hiring someone in a country where the dollar goes way farther, um, you're actually helping to support that person and their family. You're creating employment for someone else and you're making it impossible for you to move forward and then grow faster. So it just feels like a win-win, you know? Right. So uh, guys, if you don't know, I outsource my graphics and my editing to people who are living in Philippines. Like Laurie said, it's very cheap. It's like between five to $10, depending on the scope of work. Yes, you need to brief them. Like I have to literally put my brain into it. I have to guide them. This is how I want my graphic to look like. This is where the picture should go. You know, this is how the text should look. So don't expect too much from them because their English is not so great. I have nothing against them, but it's just the cultural difference. But they're amazing at designing. So sometimes you just have to do tweaks or revisions, which is okay, but it saves a lot of my time. Like if I have to spend four hours on graphic, I will not be doing these podcast interviews, right? right. So I outsource it for $10. This lady can finish it for me in two hours, the graphic. And then little tweaks here and there and I'm done with it. So, so yeah, that's an amazing point, Laurie. You, I'm glad you brought that up. Another thing that you can do that I've had to do a lot is barter with other entrepreneurs. So if you are, let's say, a single mom with three kids like me, um, one of the things that you can do is barter with other single moms with kids. And if you have complementary skill sets, then you don't have to pay for whatever service you need, you're just paying with your time and your skills, and then you're actually you know, helping each other grow, which has been absolutely invaluable. And sometimes people just wanna pay it forward. You know, If you put yourself out there and you say, hey, I'm on this journey, I don't know what I'm doing, I need some help, you would be amazed at how many people come in and want to help just because someone came in and helped them. That's amazing. I mean, I never thought of that, bartering with other females, female entrepreneurs. That's amazing. I'm so glad you brought that up. Thank you so much, Laurie. So Laurie, where do you see yourself in next five years from now? Oh, wow. Five years? I have to do the math on my kids. (laughs) Let's see. In five years, they will be, in five years, they'll be 10, 18, (laughs) and 21. What in the world? Okay. About my kids, in five years, they will be 10 and 12. (laughs) That's where mine are. So my daughter was 12 until this past December. She just turned 13. And then my youngest will, next couple months, she'll turn 10. And then my oldest will turn 16. So this is the year that I have everyone in double digits. And they're at significant ages. They're 10, 13, and 16. The wild. So how? So if I just have one that's not officially an adult, we'll just travel all over the world. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so hopefully by then I will have multiple streams of income that are generating more than enough money to be able to take all of my extended family on trips and visit people, lovely people in say, oh, I don't know, places like Singapore. <laughs> You are amazing. So guys, if you don't know, Laurie is in US and I live in Singapore. So our listeners should know this because this is just our, you know, like new podcast and listeners are also new. So the host lives in Singapore and the guest is from US. So what technology can't do today? Imagine. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. So Laurie, what other tips you would give entrepreneurs to escape burnouts? Like I keep listening to Tony Robbins and he says most of the entrepreneurs overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in 10 years. And that's the reason why they fail or they burn out or they stop doing the project. So what's your biggest advice to escape burnout? Mm, that's so good. Along those lines, the biggest thing is not giving up. We are hit, I think most of us are hit with imposter syndrome. So, you know, we have that voice in our heads that says, you know, well, who are you? And someone else can do it better. And, you know, what are you trying to prove? Like all, the, all those crazy voices. And I, <laughs> I told a girlfriend of mine who's writing a book yesterday, I said, you know, when those, when those voices try to creep in, you know, to tell me to calm down, simmer down, be quiet hide, be invisible, you know, all of the ones that, that want to minimize my impact. <laughs> the, there's a verse from a song that's like, you must not know about me. And I was like, I just sing that in my head. Every time that voice tries to come in, I just sing the, you must not know about me verse a couple of times and it boosts my confidence and I'm able to just like push back. And then I think I mentioned in the, the trailer or not the trailer episode, the launch episode that the very first thing, the very, very first thing that I do every single morning is I smile and it changes the chemistry in your body. So if you wake up and the very first thing you do is feel frustrated or aggravated or see something on your phone that, you know, causes your energy to dip, you're going to feel that way for hours or maybe even all day. But if you just take a minute to just lie there in your bed before you ever do, before you reach for the phone, before you look at anybody else, just smile, like force yourself to smile and be grateful that you woke up. Then envision what you want for the day. You know, imagine yourself in different parts of your day doing the things that you want to accomplish. One of the things that I try to accomplish every single day that I have to fight for is when I'm with my kids, not giving them divided attention. So because I'm an entrepreneur, because I work from home, right. because I have clients that I'm juggling and trying to, you know, meet deadlines and things, I have to explain to them the reason I'm able to be here with you right now. The reason I'm able to take you to rehearsals and gigs, the reason that I'm able to stay at home with you when you don't feel good is that I'm juggling all these different projects. And right. so when I do have to attention to someone, instead of trying to divide my attention, I let them know. I know that it doesn't look like there's a person here, right? but because of technology, there's a person here and you're interrupting. And so I just need a few minutes to close this down. And then as soon as this conversation is over, I will give you my undivided attention. Right. And because my energy isn't split, 
because it's so frustrating, you know, when you're trying to talk to someone and someone else is trying to get your attention and, you know, you feel divided, you actually have more energy when you're able to just draw that line and go, I only have a certain amount of energy I can give out. I'm giving it to this person now. Once that's done, I will give you my undivided attention. Mm -hmm. And it's made a world of difference with my relationship with them, as well as growing my business and fueling my energy. So I've noticed that I tend to feel more burned out when I try to do it all at the same time. But when I recognize I can only do one thing at a time effectively, Mm -hmm. I can do it side by side. You know, I can have a kiddo over here working on math while I'm working on editing but I can't work on editing and answer her questions at the same time. I need to say, all right, I need you to give me a few minutes. And when I'm done, you have my attention. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think a lot of people try to do multitasking and that's where they get burned out. So it's amazing. Like you covered two different points here. A, while you're working, you have to focus only on your work. That's so important. Avoid multitasking. Do one thing at a time, finish it, and then move on to another one. And second point you touched, which I loved is when you're talking to someone, these people don't have that attention because even you are standing in front of them, you're still thinking about something in your head, about your work or about your Facebook or about your videos, anything. It could be anything about your kids, your spouse, I don't know. So that attention, you know, undivided attention will also make that connection, real connection with people, which I think the world is missing at large, especially in today's time with technology. Mm-hmm. Our mind is so much divided between social media, work, family, and everything, right? I'm so glad you brought those two points up. It's amazing. Thank you so much. So who is your ideal client, Lori? My ideal client is someone, the first person that came to mind was Myron Golden. Myron Golden is a phenomenal speaker and I have read his book personally three times, probably three and a half times. I read it to myself and then I read it out loud to my children and then I read it out loud again to my children and then I'll pick it up every now and then and read it to myself. (laughs) But he needs to write a book on parenting and grandparenting. And I am going to be that editor. I will edit that book. Mark my word. I hope it's listening to you <laughs> right. <laughs> right now. <laughs> so interestingly enough, he wrote the foreword for Dan Henry's book, which oh. I edited. So I, I, I edited Myron Golden already. And I got a message with his beautiful velvet voice saying, Lori, you are a phenomenal editor. (laughs) I will have to do some work with you. And I'm like, bring it, bring it. (laughs) So my ideal client, pardon? Oh yeah, it's in the pipeline. (laughs) Absolutely is. Yep. You're right. But, um, my ideal client is someone whose words I want to read again and again and again. So an author or speaker who has a message that I want to become part of the fabric of who I am. And I can listen to that man morning, noon, and night, and never get tired. The ideas that he conveys when he speaks and through his podcast and in his book, they fuel me and energize me and stretch, challenge me. And so my ideal client is someone who has ideas that I want to be part of the fabric of who I am. Because when you're editing, you have to read the book And then you have to go through and make the edits and then you have to read it again. And sometimes you have three more times and kind of my claim to fame in the editing world is that I make things sound conversational as you read them. And that's because I take everything at the very end and read it out loud. 
I read every single word out loud and I want to hear it as well as see it and imagine that person saying it. And because of all of that repetition, I want the books that I edit to be, what's the word I'm looking resonating. for? Like fortifying. Resonating. Yes. Resonating and, and building up. Yeah. So would you, um, if the project doesn't resonate with you, would you say no? It depends. I have said no to certain okay. projects and then other ones, I feel like I can outsource maybe some proofreading and then just do the final comb through and read it out loud. So that repeatedly, you know, digesting that content. But if it's something that really doesn't resonate, that's like dissonant, I would say no. Cool. Do you have a program for this? Do a I program. Have a course or do you have any program? Would you like to share about any of your courses or programs with our listeners? Well, interestingly enough, I do not currently have a program mm -hmm. around my editing business, but I have partnered with an, an award-winning filmmaker friend of mine to help market his course. And we're both storytellers. I help a lot with clarifying the message with someone's brand and their messaging. You know, like your, we talked about your intro for your podcast, any message that people are trying to convey I want that message to be able to resonate with the listeners. So, you know, people say, oh, your message matters. And I'm like, well, it only matters if it's clear and can be clearly understood. And if your audience takes action. So if your message is confusing, then it doesn't really matter. Like we want to convey messages that truly matter, that resonate with our audience, that cut through the confusion, that are clear and that make an impact in people's lives. So the two of us together, he's phenomenal when it comes to teaching video editing and strategy. And I'm coming alongside and helping with some of the marketing pieces and just teaching about story. And so that we have a Facebook group together that I moderate the name of the Facebook group is Video Marketing Unleashed. Okay. So I'm going to put that in our show notes anyway. So Laurie, last but not the least, where can our listeners find you? Well, since you have listeners who are listening to your podcast, I would love for you all to check out my podcast, which is Rise and Climb with Lori Lynn. And that's where we explore the idea of taking the road less traveled and you know, talk about what it really looks like to be an entrepreneur. And then I'm also on Facebook. You know, you can find me at uh, Lori Lynn Podcast for my business page, Excitedness for my personal page. Cool. <laughs> She's always excited, happy, bubbly, and smiling. I can go on and on and on with her for days and days probably. But unfortunately, <laughs> we have only this much time. So we'll have to close it here. Guys, trust me, you need to get in touch with Laurie. She's amazing. I don't know if you will work with her or not, but you definitely need to rub in her energies. <laughs> to say hi, you don't need vodka. You talk to Laurie for a few minutes. And you'll be high. <laughs> I listen to her podcast and get high. Imagine what she does to me. Oh, wow. So it is so important. I'm so happy you shared your journey and your challenges and tips for our entrepreneurs who can escape burnout, increase productivity, because we definitely want all the entrepreneurs to succeed and not give up before they reach the finish line. Thank you, yes. Laurie. It was an honor to have you, your royal excitedness. <laughs>
It was an honor to be here. Thank you so much, KK. Completely my pleasure. Thank you guys for listening. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. Do you know, fragrance remains in the hands that gives rose. Would you please share this episode with your entrepreneur friends? So we can help each other escape burnout, increase productivity and achieve our goals faster. Also, let me know what topics you want me to cover in our future episodes at info at bodymindsolution.com. Would you please take a moment to rate and review this show? That would mean the world to me. And yes, don't forget to subscribe. This is your host, KK. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye.